0: everyone. I am so excited to launch Black Girl Joy, a podcast that's been in the works for many, many months. And so I I am finally launching it. And we're going to start by talking about motherhood. So this is in honor of Mother's Day, which is this Sunday. Um, We're going to talk to three lovely mothers, some of my favorite mothers that I know. So I'm going to add each person to the stream. So let me introduce you to Tamara hi and hi. then we have tiffany hi oh gosh i'm so close <laughs> hi then <laughs> <laughs> we have shalice hello okay so just a little background i know these i've known these ladies for many years so Tamara, i've known for like almost can you believe it 15 years almost
1: oh wow Yeah. yes
0: Probably, what maybe about 14, somewhere around there, we've known each other. And so I started a mom's group, and Tamara helped me launch it, and that's where I met Shalisha and Tiffany. And so these are truly like my mom tribe. I love them to death. So I was like, why don't we get together and do this podcast? And I could tell Tiffany was hesitant, but she did it anyways. <laughs> 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 so we are here. We are here. So you guys can share a little bit about yourselves. We'll just go around the room. Tamar, you're the first one on my right. So,
1: so um, my name is Tamara, as she said. I have been a mom now for almost 14 years to one lovely boy who keeps me on my toes. Um, he's a teenager now, so yeah, a lot of a lot of stories to go along with that.
0: All right. Miss Tiffany. Um, Tiffany.
2: And um, I have been a mom for 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also a mom to a daughter and she is six.
3: Awesome. All right, Miss Shalice. Hello, everyone. I am Shalice. I have been a mother for 11 years to a wonderful young lady who might be 56 she's
0: she's really like a right 25 like to me she's she's right there she's 25 (laughs) all right so we're gonna start off with a funny story i'll start i'll leave mine to last but i want to know what's your most embarrassing mom moment
1: Uh, i can't there's so many so many. Um, mm-hmm. You guys can, you guys can chime in. I can't think of one i top talked I'm my trying
2: head. to think of one that I can say. So <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Really? Yeah. What? What? Be, what? Be going <laughs> on? I'm so confused. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm I guess I'll so. I'll start. Mine is mine is like broadcast approved. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I remember when when my son was like, oh my gosh, he had to be about four ish, and you know how kids are like they scared of stuff like the boogeyman, all this stuff, and so we're in Target and we're walking down the aisle. You guys may have heard the story, but we're walking down the aisle. And there's this guy, it's this big burly guy right behind us. And I think he was in like all black. And Jaylen was like, it's the boogeyman. It's the boogeyman. He was like running around looking at the guy. It's the boogeyman. He's coming to get me out loud. I was like, oh my gosh, please stop calling this man the boogeyman out loud. It was so, I was like, oh my gosh, I was just dragging him down the aisle. Like, please stop, please stop. Oh
3: my gosh. No,
1: I don't have a story like that. I do. Well, for those, a lot of people don't know. So we don't necessarily celebrate Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I remember whenever, I think he had to be about maybe six or seven. Mm -hmm. And we were in Party City around Halloween time. And so they have like this goblin thing like at the front door, so whenever you walk in and out, it like makes noise and lights up and all this stuff. I guess you didn't pay attention to it whenever we first walked in, but whenever we were on our way out, that thing like lit up and just started doing the, miles, <laughs> the Hook my out of. The- <laughs> I had to like drop what I had in my hands and like chase him out because he, before he like ran out in the street, he was like, "It's gonna get me!" It's gonna.
0: <laughs> no, I I have that same story with him, but we were going into like a CVS and they had it, and he wouldn't. He refused. He was like, "I'm not going in there. I'm not going." I'm like, "Dude, we're just going into the store." He's like, "No." I'm like, "Okay."
2: <laughs> okay, I have a similar story, just but with Chuck E. Cheese wanting to go to Chuck E. Cheese so bad. But you know that creepy Chuck E. Cheese band Yeah, he came out? My son was out, out the <laughs> door running, I don't want Chuck
3: E!
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Those
3: stories are so cute, because mine is not. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that can come to mind was... Once upon a time, I was uh, trying to date and I would do so like when my daughter went to bed and she snuck downstairs. She heard me on the phone and you know, I passed gas. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know where she was like, so you're not going to say excuse me. And I'm like, <laughs> the person didn't even know. But now they do. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, that was more embarrassing for you to <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. So Mother's Day is coming up. And I want to ask you, like, what are your greatest joys with motherhood? Like, what do you take the most from being a
1: mother? Um, That he still, that he survived. Like, listen, I have raised a, (laughs) he is like, (laughs) he is sane so far. (laughs) But no, seriously, I think that that is it, just knowing that I'm responsible enough to take care of somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, as challenging as it may be, and then, you know, you drop the ball sometimes and you're not going to get everything right, but, you know, just seeing how he's grown from just being like the little baby to now, sometimes I can see where he's like, oh, you know, some things he may see, that he may say impress me. I'm like, whose kid is this? But-
3: I'm like, oh,
0: that's my kid. I'm doing a good job so far. Good, you are.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I would say the opportunity to learn through Mm -hmm. like someone so much younger than I am, Mm -hmm. right? Of just like being able to pinpoint like the simple joys of life that sometimes as an adult you easily skip over. Um, or even just like sometimes looking at the way she will analyze a situation versus like the way that I may handle it as a parent is just like, wow, like I'm stressing over nothing. Like you're all right.
0: Do your kids correct you? Like my child corrects me all mm-hmm. the time. Oh, my yeah. Does. Not my son. but <laughs> my, my six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Jalen's like, you really got mad over that? Yeah, I got mad. I feel like I have a right to. And sometimes it's, it kind of stings, right? When it's real truthful, not something like that. But you like oh, gosh, you right. I hate it when you right cuz I should always be right. This is the wrong <laughs> this is the wrong way. But you do like you learn a lot through mm-hmm. your kids and also like a lot about yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. That's
2: How what I you? like. I feel mm-hmm. like what I got from my kids is just learn learning to parent differently than my parents mm-hmm. parent me. Yeah. Because I would never be able to tell my parents, correct my parents. Yeah. I mean, you right. know, you couldn't say what.
3: <laughs> For real.
0: <laughs> like, or lie. Me.
2: Right, um, lie? or I not
0: say lie. I don't right. like when my son says no. lie. No, I'm it's like lie. no.
2: I'm be like, "Mommy, you're telling stories." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: Sometimes your child question
0: mm-hmm. you is just
2: even, even though you know they're not being rude. You know, we mm-hmm. were told to, to stay in a child's place. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what yeah.
0: place that was. Right, no. we had to stay in it. Yeah, it was like the place where you do not disturb, seen, not heard. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't want you to be seen. It's a big generational difference between parenting. And I can kind of appreciate like my mom wasn't that strict in which my friends would come over the house and say, your mom let you say that? Like, yeah, like what's going on at your house? So for me, like I always like I could question my mom. I tell her when she wrong. We just had a different type of relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I could. So it's kind of weird because like with Jalen, I have to find that balance because I allow him to do that. But sometimes I'm like, okay, you pushing it like you're going a little too far with it and watch your tone. But yeah, I always like I was always able to question her and to be like, now, you know, you're wrong for that. You know, it should be like you know, it'd be just a conversation. So I really appreciate it. So Tiffany's like, no, Honestly, and what's the conversation?
1: <laughs> I, I, still to this day, like I like kind of it. It is weird. Well, not weird, but it is a difference in how my my mom raised me compared to how my son, you know, is being raised by mm-hmm. me. But like you said, it's like mm-hmm. with you and your mom. It was more of a conversation with me. It's like it's okay. What I say is what goes, and you don't question me. You don't ask me about it. You mm-hmm. don't talk back to me or anything like, like that. Like even if it, even if she was wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, you just don't. You don't question your parents. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: I, I saw how that impacted me as an adult.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of stifled my communication as an adult, mm-hmm. and so. I wanted something different for my son. I wanted him to be cool. able to, you know, speak up for himself and advocate for himself, you know, even as um, a child, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's something important that they, I feel like they need to learn.
0: I agree with that. And one of the things I kind of dislike about society um, or some parts of the society is where it's like you don't question authority. And I think my mm-hmm. mom allowed me to question authority, which I think is important because we know all authority figures aren't good people. <laughs> um, and so you need to be able to question authority just for your safety, but also just because everybody's a person. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah. I
0: think, I mean,
2: you know, know. Uh, we weren't treated as. You know, we didn't have opinions. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> right. And that's, I think that's the challenge, right? Is like when we grew up not knowing how to advocate for ourselves, like that transfers over to the workplace, that transfers over into mm-hmm. relationships. Um, And we're making that shift for our kids to practice it now so that they feel like they can do it when it's necessary as they get older. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: And not always the most comfortable with it because, you know, I didn't grow up that way, but I just knew how, you know, sometimes you, you did want to speak your mind and not be
0: disrespectful or rude about it, but,
2: you know, sometimes your parents were
0: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they still are. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. As a parent, I'm not wrong. I'm like my parents are wrong. It's an ego
3: death.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. It totally is. So kind of in line with that, I think for me, one of the biggest things I've gotten from parenting is growing up. For me, I had a lot of low self esteem. You know which kind of carries over with confidence. But I think one of the things I learned is like how strong, especially if you're a single mother, that you have to be. So, I mean, like the other week um, when we went to brunch, the other week I didn't feel good, right? It's like, well, I can't. Jalen's like, are you okay? But it's like you kind of almost feel like you have to like get through it. Why Tiffany's frozen? (laughs) <laughs> and i i'm frozen it's coming back oh but it's like I'm you got all to, sad about it <laughs> but you have to kind of you almost like you have to take care of them right and so you find the superpower that if it was just me i'd be like oh my gosh i just gotta lay in the bed it's like okay well he gotta eat right thank thank god he's like 15, I keep messing up his age, so he can do a lot of stuff by himself, but even when he was smaller, it's like you just have to, like, pick up and keep going, um, and mm-hmm. I think that's one thing, like, all moms have in common. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's hard to, to kind of balance like you, said. you want to do the best you can, and then yeah. oh, your sound went out. Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. But yeah, I was just saying how you know your mother and kind of takes precedent over everything. And it's like we end up putting ourselves last. I'm mm-hmm. very guilty of doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, it's like you just have to remember, okay, I'm a person too, I have my needs, and I I'm better whenever I put myself first, and then I can be a better person for my kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you guys go through the phase? where I know I was a single mom. I was very, well, I wasn't very, very young, but I was young. And I went through this phase where it was like, I wouldn't do anything for myself. I wouldn't buy myself clothes. I mm-hmm. think I went maybe a year without even buying myself clothes. I feel like everything I had had to go into my child. Did y'all struggle with that as well?
2: I went through that.
0: Mm-hmm. I went through that. Um
2: And I had to get out of that because it doesn't, because you have to like 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 Tamara said, you have to make yourself happy in order for you to be to be able to give your child what they need,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you have to treat yourself and treat yourself good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Miss Shalise is a is an expert mm-hmm. on self
3: care. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is where I struggle is feeling selfish because Mm -hmm. I have learned how to master taking care of myself. Even like when I fault, I know like the things that I can do to pick myself back up. Mm -hmm. Whereas with my daughter, it's still a journey. I don't know everything that helps to cultivate her being her best self. So it can feel like, okay, like I know that I like this food and I know I'm going to eat it. But today she may not like it you know and so then it creates this self-doubt of like well hey am i being the mom that i need to be because i don't know if she's gonna like broccoli today
0: yeah and it'll be little things like that right mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this child didn't take no pencils to school God, what did i do to him mm-hmm. <laughs> like why why his memory not? like what what did i do uh, the
2: guilt Yeah, (laughs) Uh, minor things.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It Rizelle, you know, I just went through that, something similar to that this week. (laughs) Even though it was kind of out of my control, well, like, we just moved. So I was trying to get, like, the bus transportation issue resolved at the school. They didn't. And they ended up, he ended up not having a way to get home. And I was in a meeting at work. I couldn't answer my phone he was calling the school was calling and so he just ended up calling Brazil and said hey can you come pick me up so then i felt bad cuz i'm like you know i didn't feel like at the time i was putting him as a priority <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. at the same and then i felt bad cuz i'm like okay well now my friend is inconvenienced because you know she didn't plan for this so i kind of felt bad at the same time cuz i'm like okay i need to do a better job of making sure that i'm always available for my kid which realistically speaking i am it was just that one day. But you put him in a position
2: to, to know where he needed to go mm-hmm. to get to where he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Because some kids don't even have that option of who to call, mm-hmm. who can I go to to help. So that was a, a, a good position that you still had him and he know he he could go to someone that he trusted and you trust as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely so never- really thankful for that. So, but yeah, that was, that was a moment that I had this week.
0: Yeah. And that was such a good point, Tiffany, because I hadn't thought about it that way. I thought about it like, okay, he called me. Let me go. I I have no problem. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll go. I have like parents. It was a point like parents would call me in the apartment. Like, can you take my child to school? I have, I have taken Jalen to school and went back and took other people's kids. So (laughs) it don't bother me at all. But that's such a good point because you taught him independence. He was able to solve his own and problem solving. So he was able to solve his own problem.
1: And that's what we want him to do. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I
1: didn't think about it that way, but yeah, that's a good
3: point. And sometimes I think that is the hard part of like being the primary parent and like having these roles that you have to fulfill and feeling like there's no space for you to have grace, right? Of like you have to work and you have to be a mom. Mm Right. Yeah, maybe
2: something that way. It yeah. i yeah. I had a, a moment of guilt with my son when I was pregnant with my daughter, and he wanted to go and be a camp counselor, but I had to pay for him to be a camp counselor. But I also had to move because he needed to be close to his school. So you had
0: to pay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You yeah. had to pay for him to go work.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, camp
1: counselor and like yeah, July. you have to
0: pay. He yeah. was uh, it's called a leader
2: in training, so it was like yep. twelve hundred dollars for two weeks or something like that. Yep. And at the time, I don't know what it is now, but I had to pay for it. But I'm like, I have to move, so I had to spend X amount of thousands of dollars to move for him as well. And these ungrateful children, he made me feel so guilty about it. I felt bad. I'm like, I'm doing this for you, but then this was something else that he wanted to do, and I'm like, well, I'm going to have a brand new baby, and I can't. At the time, he wanted, he also wanted to stay in his school district, which I was living outside of the district, so the school bus didn't pick him up, so I had to drive him to school, and I'm like, I can't do that with a newborn, and she was yeah. born when he was going to school, but he still made me feel bad. And I, I carried the guilt for a long time.
0: That's crazy. So let me ask you this. Do you think, because at that time he was the only child, right, and I think we've all had like the only child mm-hmm. thing going on. Do you think that, do you think like kind of him being the center for so long, and then you made a decision where he wasn't the center, or where you had to, you did something he didn't want you to do, do you think that has something to do with his reaction?
2: Yes, but again, the move was for him because I needed to put him back into, I needed to move back into his school district to make it, I mean, it was going to be convenient for both of us, Mm -hmm. but he wanted to stay in his school. So it was a decision that was mainly based on him because a new school was like right across the street, but he didn't want to go to that high school. Oh, wow. Wow. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know he. My kids are uh, five and eleven months apart. He he had the option of being very selfish. Yeah. For a very long time. So I mean, just to throw that in there, and it's like, okay, I'm almost sixteen, and now I have changed my life.
0: <laughs> I do understand that. I was the youngest, and I was so glad when they left. I love them. I love them, but I was so glad. I'm just just being honest. They know. They know. It's no secret. (laughs) I was like, oh, yes, I have two rooms to myself. Like It's peaceful. that's, That's the best. Um, okay. So I think that brings us into another topic is like your tribe, right? So Tamara, um, son needed a ride and I hop up and get him a ride. And so I think something that was so valuable in the way I met you guys is through the moms group and it really helped me expand my tribe and to feel like I have some people to count on because so many people move and they don't have anyone, you know, in their area that they can really count on. So if I had to drive all the way to, to where Tiffany stay, <laughs> if I had to drive out there, like, I feel like I could <laughs> and, my, and my child would be safe. <laughs> I would run out of gas on the way, but <laughs> I could and my child okay, would yeah. be safe. So, <laughs> I live far. <laughs> you do live far. So, <laughs> so how has, like, I guess, do you have a tribe, and I know like we're all connected, and like, how has your tribe impacted your your mothering?
2: I do have a tribe. Um, my father lives with me, mm-hmm. and but um, a major help is my mom. Mm-hmm. She lives thirty minutes from me. My son still lives here.. He's <laughs> You know he's he's like this all day, but he watches her as much as <laughs> um, my sister. She lives in North North Carolina. Like I, I do have uh, people that do help, so uh, it it makes life a lot easier for me. Especially since I'm a person that loves to travel, they do. I mean, they come. They watch my
0: my dogs. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear them. <laughs> yeah. Right. so yeah and tiffany just got back from africa like oh, i guess it wasn't just now but like a month or two ago a month ago, yeah. A half ago. Yeah. yeah yeah beautiful pictures how about you Tamara?
1: yeah so i mean of course you're part of my tribe my tribe is very small
2: though
1: mm-hmm. i i'm just one of those people i have always been um have drug issues <laughs> so you know having other people around my son whenever he was younger i was just very selective about who was around and because was what <laughs> <I> was. <laughs> real life real life uh, mom life happening
3: right
1: real now. real life mom life exactly <laughs> But, um, but yeah, it kind of limited what I did whenever I was younger. Even the jobs that I took, I didn't take any roles where um, it required me to travel up until this year. I didn't take any roles that required me to travel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, yeah, I can say having a tribe definitely impacts it. Um, and it, not only just doing like things like traveling or dating or something like that, but just to have like your own day, to have like a mental health day, just to mm-hmm. kind of just breathe um, it helps.
3: I agree. How about you, Shalise? Well, Tamara, you mentioned, you know, you have trust issues. I have hyper independence issues. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I recognize that most of my tribe does not live here in the state. Mm. And so it can be challenging when like, I'm like, ooh, I just need a moment to decompress. Um, But sometimes I am reminded about this tribe that I have around me, just like asking my sister to watch my daughter um, while I went to a concert. And she was like, whenever you want me to get her, like, I'll get her. And it was just like, but I feel so much guilt and fear of like, well, what if they don't want to? Mm-hmm. Um, but also being able to look at that is like wow like people really like hanging out with your kids
0: that's true mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. alright so what has been the most challenging aspect of being a mother like what did you not expect to be as much of a challenge as it turned out to be teenage years that's mine too <laughs> oh, I'm not even
3: there yet but I feel like Nobody warns
0: you. (laughs) Right. And they kind of warn you. Like, we all know, oh, they're going to be teenagers. And then it happens.
2: But you know what? It's like terrible twos and horrible threes. And it's just like, no. Nothing prepared me for, like, 13 and up. And he's 22, and I'm still
0: struggling. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's true. I, like, had a moment maybe... Uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago. I guess it don't matter when. But I had a moment where I was like, I remember when my child liked me, like that five-year-old age. and They don't care if you come to the school. And I went on a field trip with him and he refused to acknowledge me, did not speak to me, (laughs) and like I didn't exist for the whole day. It was like a nine o'clock to five o'clock thing. And homeboy didn't say nothing to me until we were getting in the car to go. It's like, Really? I thought I was a cool parent.
1: Yeah, I think that's what got me, too, because I'm like, you know, in your mind, you're like, okay, well, I'm not like my, my parents, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, I, I had something similar to where I think I mentioned, like, taking him to the bus stop or something like that. He was like, no, I'll go to the bus stop by
2: myself.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to try to, like, embarrass you or anything like that. I'm sorry.
2: Because there's no such thing as a cool parent.
0: I love- but you know what though? When I grew up, I remember thinking other people's parents were cool, right? Like, I'm like, oh, her parent, like, she dressed like she young, she hot, mm-hmm. she fly, but maybe they didn't think their parent was cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I know my son when he was wrestling, and I would come in leggings. He's like, oh no, no, yes, <laughs> no. Mm Because one of his like his teammates was like, "Oh, that's your sister." I was like,
0: (laughs) "Yeah, you got to say I would told you to stay home. Don't come back. No, (laughs) don't come back. Just stay home. you know, know, I feel your support from a distance, right? A far,
1: far distance.
2: He's like jeans and sweats only."
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. I was not prepared for how overprotective that my son would be of me as well. He is, I know. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like now it's like if he if like if I get a phone call and he hears a male voice, he's like, who is that? I'm like, first of all, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm a parent. Well, you break. Or it's like, about like my phone dings. Who's texting? Who is that? I'm like, why are you asking? Or he's like, who's 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 all going to be there? Like, calm down.
0: I guess father.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely protective. He's like, do you know if my mama home yet? She okay. She okay. Go to bed. Go to bed. It's okay. Go play with your friend. It's okay.
1: <laughs> I guess that's one uh, another embarrassing thing. It's like sometimes I have to like text him because he's to him, he's like, if I don't hear from you, something happened to you and you're like mm. dead. And so it's like now it's like almost like a running joke where I'll text him, I'm like, I'm not dead, I'm at Publix.
0: <laughs> i <I'll> be- <laughs> You sound like my mama. <laughs> you sound like my mama. she be like, where you at? Oh,
3: my God. That's so funny. How about you, Charissa? Um, I will say thus far, one of the hardest things is when you teach your child how to advocate for themselves, you got to be prepared for them to advocate with you. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why our parents
3: didn't do it. <laughs> right. You know, because it's like, oh, oh, okay. um. That's the hard part. And I will say, like, now we're in that tween stage. So to see, like, how she is evolving and that she's not my little baby anymore, Mm -hmm. that part is hard.
0: Yeah.
3: And then we have to go
0: through, like, because my son's 15. So I know in just a moment, I'm have to go through the other transition of parenthood where it's like, I'm no longer the person of authority telling you what to do, mm-hmm. but now I'm just an advisor on the outside mm-hmm. looking in, and that's—I I know my mama never got there, so, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get there. That's gonna be—I mean, it's tough. It's tough. i said it's
2: 22, and I feel like I'm—I'm I'm, I'm still not the advisor. Like I'm. Still- <laughs> <laughs> call so him did you drink water
0: today? <laughs> no you don't. Yeah I, I do. Yes I you do. You call him and ask him if he drunk water. Mm-hmm. Stop. Let it go. Did then, you wash your clothes? If he wanna walk around stinking then at twenty two you just walk around stinking just don't
2: come to my house I have control issues so. <laughs>
0: I'm talking fat, but I know I'm going to be the same way I'm, talking
2: fat, he's like, I'm like when's the last time you drank water he's like two days ago see no uh uh-uh. uh see that's why I'm on you you put back in one of the bottles that you track I did but then he put so much ice in them I'm like dude seriously you got like this much water in like ice <laughs> the ice melts <laughs> <laughs> no, he put juice in there after that. No. Oh, oh. you're gonna have to let him learn. You gotta let him learn. Mm. That's not how you got to. But you know what? It's hard, and I think because mm-hmm. I grew up so different. I come from. I'm from the city. So independent, so young. Hmm. Mm-hmm. As- to tell me these things, like I could, I was grocery shopping, I was doing things. thought my son, him, I mean, he doesn't look at a price. He's the most expensive thing on the shelf. I'm like, go get some dog. He'll buy a dollar pair of socks. I'm like, oh,
0: I not know. Tiffany, your your voice is going out. Uh I think you're back. So yeah, yeah. I think I have the same issue, but I'm realizing like my control has like definitely impaired my child cuz I'm I'm his assistant, his chef, his like maid, I'm his alarm clock, like and it's like okay, like I can't I can't take on all these responsibilities. Like it's, it's too much. It gets very very overwhelming.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my it kind of hinders their growth i mean i i realized how i i, I done by doing so much for him mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i'm like you know at a certain point you're gonna have to like be very independent like you're not always gonna be around to like remind you of things like an mm-hmm. like advisor role but at the same time it's like you shouldn't call me to figure out how to make a doctor's appointment you shouldn't call me to figure out should mm-hmm. i watch fights with red clothes like you shouldn't call me for stuff like that <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. those type of
0: decisions on your own that's kind of funny we say doctor i'm like i just told a grown man to call the doctor so i don't know <laughs> that part going i'm just gonna be honest based on my experience um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm like you probably should call the doctor <laughs> Here's enough. Like, let me look up a number. Like, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. So we are over time. Um, huh. What can our last question be as we exit? I'm going to give you all time to think about it. In the meantime, Miss um, Shalice, I'm going to give the screen to you so that you can talk about your business.
3: Oh, this is fancy. Well, hello. I am Shalice Nelson. I am a licensed psychotherapist, professional counselor in the state of Georgia, and I work with creatives in overcoming self-doubt and really leaning into their authenticity to create the lives that they desire to. So I am currently accepting clients, and if you are interested, you are more than welcome to visit ShaliceNelsonLPC.com.
0: That was so professional. You should literally do voiceover.
3: <laughs> I've been thinking about that as a little side gig. Come I thought up. about it. I went. I took voiceover lessons. Um, what haven't you done?
0: You know, I you know I've done a lot, but not a lot. All right, so <laughs> Tiffany, you're next. I'm going to add you. Tiffany has an amazing small business that's growing.
2: I do. I have business. It is called um, Pink Velvet Glove. I am currently on Etsy. It is more of a natural skincare business that also deals with feminine care, um, more so in maintenance, and a lot of issues that women, have, that has both for women to talk about. So, um you can visit my shop on that is pvg body care
0: tiffany's link is below and then i'm going to show shalisa's link as well again there you go and i am joy Roselle. you can find me on all major platforms um well i don't know i don't do all of them but you can find me on linkedin facebook instagram um i am active potential so i do coaching um i do life and career coaching um so we can talk about self-confidence we can talk about career goals we can talk about business goals whatever you need to talk about because it all intersects with your everyday life. So you can find me at activepotential.com. Actually add a dash in there, active-potential.com. And also Black Girl Joy from now on. So you can find us there too. All right. So did anyone come up with our last topic?
3: I have a question. Yes. What is... Maybe I don't have a question. It, it sounded great in my head. I'm like, I'm going to say this. I'm going to word it, right? you <laughs> like, about? Our kids. Okay, what what you want to say? <laughs> um, like, what is the la- everlasting thought you hope that your child will continue to, like, live with throughout their life that you've fostered for them?
0: I don't know if I fostered it. I'll start. I don't know if I fostered it, but I could tell you what it what one of them is. I just had this conversation as we drove to the school and my child rolled his eyes at me and said, Why? Um, I told him that I he did. He was like, Do we have to have these talks every time we get in the car? Is this a thing now? Um, but I was like, Do you know why I push you to be great? Right. And I really want it to stick with him that I do that because he has the ability to be great and I want him to achieve great things. And so that really, for some reason, popped in my head the other day and we've been doing these little talks and he hates them. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I do, I really want him, I feel like growing up, especially growing up in South Georgia, as a, a young black girl in the you know a city that wasn't very progressive, you know, um, parents. Mom was the first year of integrated school, right? Her senior year was the first year of integrating school. So you, you, I have this history where, like, my parents always wanted me to do well, right? But because of the ceilings they had seen in their lives, right, they're good. Like to me, what they're great was to me is like, okay, that's good. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and so so it's almost like a ceiling and I feel like in the beginning earlier in my adulthood I didn't fully embody and fully act in a way that was like fulfilling my purpose and my greatness right because it was like well I can do this much but I'm never going to make it to this level and so for me I want that to really stick with him like you don't have to be beholden to my threshold even. And my threshold is super high for him, I have to watch that at times. But set your own threshold
1: and go as far as you can. Oh, that's good. That is good. Um, I think for me, I, I, I always try to tell him one, you need to make the decisions that are gonna impact your life. Like he's mm-hmm. getting to the age where people are constantly asking him what he wants to do when he's older. And everything else like that. And giving him opinions of what they want him to do. But I always try to encourage him. Like listen. You're the one that's going to have to live with. The decisions that you make. So you're going to have to make the decisions that you can live with. Not for me. Not for your dad. Mm -hmm. Not for anybody Mm -hmm. else. Because it's going to be your life. So you're going to have to make the decisions that you want for your life. And then I also tell him. I was like. If you don't know anything else. Know that your mama loves you. Mm -hmm. Like like, if nothing else, if you don't, if you're not confident and sure about anything else in this world, just know that I love you.
3: Aw. Yes, All right. Yes, I would say, like, that is the message. Like, that my daughter is always deserving of love. Like, she might be too loud for someone else, too opinionated for someone else. Um, that doesn't matter. Like, you are always enough, you're never too much. And to in her power. That's a good one though, especially yeah. for black girls.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Tiffany, what are you telling um, yeah. your tooth?
2: <sighs> <laughs> oh,
3: <good>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um So, with my daughter, she is. I have loosened the reins with her a bit because you know I had my son at a very young age, and I was still under like really following a lot of what my mother did when it came to my son. So I do, um, I do let her have an opinion, and I do let her know that I love her because I don't want her to grow up in this with the same kind of toxic mentality that I grew up with when it comes to raising a daughter. Um with my son, he's it's different. <laughs> I always tell my son, when my son I always tell him, I said, before you do anything, I said, just think what would my mom think? <laughs> oh,
3: God. That's a good
2: word. That's yeah. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. so he has because my son is um I think he still needs my my daughter at her very young age is very is a lot more independent and I've allowed it with her with my mm-hmm. son I did over parent him I don't know if that's really a thing but I felt like I did and I still do so with him i still have to feel like well, before you do anything just just think about how i would feel or what i would say or what i would think before you actually make that decision and feel and, and think if it's like the right decision for you to make he's not there yet but you know it'll kick in one of these days
0: <laughs> no that's so true that's so true i feel like especially with the first child and i don't know i don't have a second i don't plan on having a
3: second Nope. <laughs> Make that very clear, okay? Look,
0: just saying. But you do, like, you feel like you, even from birth, like, you probably
3: cuddled them a little
0: more. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you're so protective, and you're learning, and you're figuring it out. And I could see, like, definitely my child was oh, baby. He was baby. He he needs some independence. I'm like, learn how to cook something. Do something. Do Yay. something on your own. Same. Like, all right, so everyone who's watching, if you want to put something in the comments about what's the best part of motherhood to you, that would be amazing. We'd love to read those, and we're about to call it a night because we got kids and we right. got to go to work. <laughs> right. So it is. Oh gosh! Hi. All right, then. Well, we will see you later. Thank you for tuning in and thank you, ladies, for coming. I really appreciate it. Bye. Thank
3: you for having us. Bye.
2: Bye.